but there are literally grants for so many types of people and businesses, right? And you can start to Google that. So look for grants that are specific either to your industry, your geographic region, or even something that you identify as or with and see what's available and apply for those because that's technically free money. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we're dedicated to helping product-based business owners turn into revenue-generating, successful, happy product bosses. I'm Jacqueline Snyder. And I'm Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Together through digital courses, coaching, and masterminds, we've helped over 50,000 students from startup to multi-million dollar businesses scale their sales while blending in their dream life. It gets lonely out there in the product business world. We fully believe a business shouldn't be built alone. There's room at the top for all of us. So let's get scrappy and creative together, Product Boss, to be profitable, make more sales, and grow your visibility. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hi, everybody. I am so excited. Do you want to know why? Because this September, HubSpot is having its annual inbound conference. You know that we are so proud to be part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. This September 5th through the 8th, HubSpot is hosting its annual inbound conference in Boston. They're bringing together so many amazing leaders across business. I'm talking sales, marketing, customer success, operations, and more. It sounds like such a great time because it will be. You're going to be wowed by the speakers. There's going to be dozens of them, but there's also going to be speakers like Reese Witherspoon and Derek Jeter. I mean, talk about wow, right? This conference is the place to be for business leaders who want to learn about the best sales strategies, marketing tactics, and strategies for growth. If you want to know how to scale your business in a sustainable way, Inbound is the place to be this September. So I love that it's both entertaining and educational, so you can have fun, but also walk away feeling like you've learned something. Plus, it's a great way in time to connect with other business leaders, business owners, and network and make some friends as well. So 100%, these tickets are going to sell out crazy fast. So visit inbound.com to get your ticket today. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. And who are you? Mina Kunlo Sitep. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here to help you get more eyes on your business, improve your systems, to put more money back in your pocket, and double your revenue by adding on revenue streams to your product business. We are here, my friends, to help you grow your business, become profitable, and really like hit those big goals you have for your life and have a dream business. Yeah, this is our favorite thing that we do is that we talk a bit about money, money in your pocket, growing the impact that you have, whether it be, you know, in your family, your community, all the way to globally. And we're excited to talk a bit about money today in today's episode. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I feel like you and I have been talking about the a recession. <laughs> Have we? Years. I feel like I don't like that word. You don't. Not that anybody does. But you we know. brought it up last year. And then the more uh-huh. and more the years keep going, they keep talking about the looming recession. I'm like, when are we going to get there? Whether or not there's a recession, not a recession, we've gone through inflation and all the things. As small businesses, it's really smart to think about financing, right? Yeah. A lot of us have thought or grown up or haven't been around people who have leveraged money or understand small business, like, 
how to run a business. So yeah. we've known or that- how to start a business and fund it. Right. So a lot of times it's our own cash, right? Mina and I are both completely bootstrapped, which means we put our own money into our businesses, into our product businesses when we started. But today we want to kind of talk about a way to do um, some smarter financing, right? Like let's start to talk like bosses of our businesses and as business owners. So how do you finance your small business? And we're going to give you some tips and strategies for funding it. So whether it's going to be something that's going to help you get your business off the ground or be some padding for the in-betweens or ears up, if your business is doing really well, when your business is doing well, if it's your busy season or you've had a great year, that's actually the time for you to go and try and do get financing because your books reflect a better, more positive cash flow. So let's jump in. Yeah, for sure. I love talking about this because this is one of the conversations that we usually don't get access to. Even though a lot of the... We're, we're just going to share with you simple ways. But the thing is that oftentimes we don't have people to talk this out with. And so this is going to be a, just a, you know, fly in the wall conversation for you that you get to be in that room where they're talking about how to fund, they as an us, um, talking about, you know, how do you start businesses and how can you possibly fund any business? Because it starts off with this very first one usually, and that is personal savings. Like you simply just take the money out of your own pocket and you fund it, whether it be with money you have or money you're making with your full-time business or full-time job. Job. Yes. So that's something that you're pulling personal savings out of, right? Yeah. I think the second one that a lot of people get scared about, which please don't be scared if you use this in the right way, are credit cards. So Mm -hmm. another way, and this is actually a way that I had financed my business initially was my own money. And then I had a credit card and I would put certain things on the card that were going to help me finance my business for long term. So if you have a credit card and you get a high enough limit, you can really start to use that for certain things in your business. So perhaps it's raw goods that you know you're going to turn back into cash, right? Maybe the credit card is the thing that pays your monthly fees to different, like your Shopify store or your shipping. But the the way to be responsible is if you can pay it back monthly. Sometimes mm-hmm. you might not be able to, Right. The goal is not to carry a really long-term, you know, uh, debt on it, but sometimes you might have to. Sometimes you might have to, but the goal is that you have a credit card that you can lean on and responsibly use and don't be afraid of credit cards if you can responsibly use them. Yeah, I think the thing about credit cards and I think I want you all to hear this is that try to keep yourselves in the time frame of that 30 days. That's what I like about it. It just gives you like a default time frame where you're like I'm going to sell this inventory that's on my shelves in 30 days. And in 30 days, I will not have to pay a cent of interest because of it. Now, that might not be the case, but at least it gives you a starting point that within 30 days, that that's what you're going to try to do. That's what I like about it. So you can, you know, start to forecast like what's the inventory that you need. Um, But if you already have existing inventory, just keep in the time frame of automatically, hey, how can I convert this to cash in 30 days so I can pay off my credit card? Yeah. And one thing I will say about credit cards, if you're able to use them well, um, is, for example, we ended up getting a credit card. I think it was like a Chase card. And um, because we had a use for it. So the use that we wanted to use for it was like Facebook ads, for example. Yeah, right. And that was the Chase Inc. card. Yeah. And so you can get three times the points on certain business expenses. Um, and so we're like, great. When we first got our card, we're like, we're going to run all our ads to that card. And then we're going to pay off that card and we're actually going to get points. We were so rich in points, like 3 million Yeah, points. we were so rich in points. 
which actually, you know what? I'm going to see if they let us do it, but no, um, we're going to put all these links in the show notes. So yeah. know that we'll, I don't know if they give us rewards for referring people, but they I actually should. just logged in to see if we, um, if we did refer, I think there might be a referral program for yeah. it. So, so that is the Chase Inc. card that gives you more points for marketing. I also have the Chase, not Chase, um, Capital One Venture because I like to use travel points. And so that one gives you more travel points. Um, and I use that with my other business. And I really like it because it's easy to understand how to use the points. And so that is Capital One Venture for the business side. Yeah, um, so, so you can get yeah. you can get like cash back. Um, mm-hmm. You can pay bills with it. So actually, one of yeah. the things I started doing with our card is there are certain business contractors and expenses that I can actually pay. So I'll I can save twenty percent on points and pay that transaction. So there's been times I've been able to pay off, let's say, a two thousand dollar payment, save twenty percent on those points, and pay it off just with points. So yeah. if you can play the game or find the card that works for you, there's actually ways that you can actually earn money, get gift cards, travel, get cash back. There's certain mm-hmm. things that you can do with these cards. So we'll share a few of our favorites with you as well. Yeah. And I do want to say, usually when you get cash back, you get less points because of it. It converts, like Jacqueline said, at 80% or whatever, instead of the full 100. But the thing with a lot of these cards is that if you convert them to, at least both Capital One, if you convert it to Amazon cards, it does the full 100%. So I know we all use Amazon. So if you need to buy your Christmas gifts with it or travel with it or have it in your billfold, a constant Amazon gift card, then that is 100% conversion. So for all of you, I love this idea of using credit cards, but educating yourself on how those credit cards can be used. Right, because if you get those Amazon cards and there's certain things you need to order, whether I think you can actually, you might have to check with your CPA, but I think you might actually be able to use those Amazon cards for personal purchases. So you could actually um, like, let's say you're not paying yourself, but if you're getting $50, $100 to Amazon, then all of a sudden now you actually are getting money back from your business. So these are just kind of smarter ways where we don't feel that guilt of needing a credit card or I don't want a credit card, but rather using it responsibly and like actually playing the game and using the points. Yeah. So the next way that you can do it, um, I'm going to go to is micro loans. So micro loans are small loans that are typically offered by the community organizations or nonprofits. This is something you may want to look up for something that's local. And this could be a good option for businesses that don't need a ton of money, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe you might just need someone asked us in our, in our group, this kind of was inspired by an ask us anything a multi-stream machine student that was like, I need money to put back into the raw goods for my next collection. Uh-huh. Great. What if you took out micro loans that funded five grand, 10 grand, something like that, funded you getting the product, then you know you're going to sell it and you'll pay back that loan. Yeah, this is what one of the students um, that she did, she is out of the Anirondacks. She has like a candle business and she did this through micro loan and being on a panel um, well, I should let me go back. She got a micro loan through the government, the local government up in the Anirondacks, and then they put her on a small business panel along with other people so they could share the impact of what that micro loan did. So you can see how it would be worth asking what that looks like and if there's any possibilities because there are in different areas. 
Hey friends, it's podcast recommendation time. This month, we've been loving the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast hosted by marketing expert, John Jantz. He is such a genius when it comes to marketing. If you haven't listened to his podcast yet, he shares many insightful marketing tips, strategies, and resources for small business owners and marketers like you. It'll help keep your business growing. I like that he does it in a way that's both easy to understand and entertaining. He recently did an episode about AI tools, which we are obsessed, and you can use it as sort of research assistance to enhance what you're already doing, coming up with ideas and creating powerful marketing strategies, which we all know we could use more ease in our lives, right? It's a really interesting episode. He definitely knows how to open your mind up to new ways of doing things involving marketing and business strategies. Definitely give it a listen. Listen to Duct Tape Marketing wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Product Boss. Okay, this is for you. The other day, we got a message from Lolly asking us if we had a referral for a great inventory management software to help track raw goods and on-hand products that were ready to sell. And you know what we told Lolly? We sure do. Not only do we have a resource for inventory management software, but we have over 308 other business tools and resources that will help you effectively run your product-based business. Now, this ranges from packaging and printing supplies, affiliate management, website and email software, legal resources, video and photo tools, and so much more. You will have everything you need to grow your dream product business today and at no cost to you. Yep, this is totally free and you can download the Product Boss Ultimate Resource Guide right now by heading to theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Again, that's theproductboss.com slash resource guide. Now back to the show. I'm Sonia Dong and I'm from Hanka and we focus on multifunctional convertible dresses and tops for women that help them get dressed more easily. They're size inclusive and sustainable because we get to rewear them for many different occasions throughout our lives. I joined Multistream Machine because I was looking for a community and a program that could help me take my product business to the next level. And I've really learned uh, how to focus on my uh, bestsellers and to cut the fluff and um, focus on what works. And I really love the supportive community, the really practical things that I always learn from the podcast and from the programs and from the Facebook groups. Everybody's really supportive, no matter what stage of business you're in. Another thing you could do is a line of credit. And this is what I was talking about at the top of the episode where I was saying when your business is doing well, these are things you can do. So lines of credit, you can try and go to small business, small banks. You can go to a big bank. You can go to the bank that your money is being held in. And this is where you get to get a pre-approved amount of funds from a lender, right? And um, it's kind of similar to a credit card. Um, you could withdraw cash, right? And the interest is only charged on the amount withdrawn. So lines of credits can be secured or unsecured. So secured means you have something up against it. Like I've had business lines of credit before where I am personally responsible or um, I think I took a line of credit yeah, out. You once. have to have the collateral. Like so yeah. it is often like that where you ha- you personally are 
held to the collateral. Also, it's different because credit cards have that 30-day float, whereas lines of credits have daily interest. So for example, if you pull out, you will be charged interest on the daily, but it's a lower interest rate, somewhere of half of a credit card. So, mm -hmm. And then an unsecured line of credit doesn't require collateral, but it might have a higher interest rate, right? So if you go and start to talk to, and this is actually something that Mina and I are doing, we're talking to big banks and smaller banks, about lines of credit. And that's more because it's for a cash flow thing, right? Or when you've had a great year, this is the time to kind of lean in and think, where is the credit that I can get? It's better for you to have a higher limit. You don't have to use it all, but that you have the limit when it's available to you or the access to financing. Because what if someone, um, we had a student, who's the student that was approached by like a huge, oh, it was like uh, one of our multi-stream machine students got into a massive subscription box. Like not FabFitFun, but something else like that. So what if, this is her just her first foray into wholesale and she got into this huge thing. So what if a really cool opportunity comes up like that and you have to say no because you don't have the financing or the cash to build the product, you know the money is going to come. So lines of credit is another sort of a flexible option for small businesses when you want access to funds when needed. Yeah, and I think that you could... you. It's I like lines of credit. You could just walk into a big bank like U.S. Bank, Bank of America, or you could go to a, cre- a credit union. Let's say you have a relationship with a credit union and you can start to ask questions. And that is the best way for any of these is to ask about them. Um, because, you know, educating yourself on lines of credit is important, especially if your business is doing well. Yeah. So another thing you can do are grants. And especially a lot of our community are women or women-owned, um, or at least if you're 50% women-owned or 51%, so you could be in partnership with your spouse. So grants are available to small businesses. So women-owned, minorities, veterans, but there are literally grants for so many types of people and businesses, right? And you can start to Google that. So look for grants that are specific either to your industry, your geographic region, or even something that you identify as or with and see what's available and apply for those because that's technically free money. Yeah, some of them. Some of them you do have to pay back and then it's like at a very little loan rate, you know? So there's different types of programs for sure. But remember when we had so many students come in because the grants you have to use specifically for your business, right? They're really strict on you using it for your business, obviously, if they're small business grants. But we had a ton of people in like Canada um, that had like got been given grants. And uh, so we Canada got it. Infl- and like um, England as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. England as well. Actually, yeah, that remember that I forget which woman that was like, she had mentioned the Product Boss podcast and how she was elevating her skill sets and um, and she mentioned us and she won a huge grant because of it. That one she did not pay back or have to pay back at all. I think you know? most grants you don't have to pay back because mm-hmm. they're kind of like a gifted amount, but there might have conditions or requirements. Yeah, conditions. Yeah. So I know that in the UK, and this is happening a lot over... Um, well, let's just say the UK and Canada was like they were offering small business grants with a contingency. This amount of money has to be used towards marketing or this amount of money has to be used to employing people. Um, So they applied for different types of grants and then they had to use the money to build a website or to hire a team member for something. So look into this. It does take a little bit of time and effort, but it's worth it. These are little bits and little ways to finance your business. And I think the last kind of one we want to talk about, because listen, you can always ask friends and family. You can always do crowdfunding or Kickstarters. You can do all that. We're going to kind of talk about little like that higher level 
business mindset in this episode. So the last one to talk about is small business loans, right? SBA, Small Business Administration Loans. This is in the U.S. And these kinds of loans are offered to smaller businesses with lower interest rates than traditional loans. And they could be a good option for people that need larger amounts of funding. So again, what can you borrow up into? Like, And so this is the conversation to go have with bankers. I do want to say, and Mina and I are kind of doing this right now, establish yourself with a banker. Go into Mm -hmm. your bank, go introduce yourself and say, I'd like to talk to the business, like the business banker here. Hey, I'm Jacqueline. Hey, I'm Mina. This is my business. Nice to meet you. We have our money here. And create relationships with them because you could also have relationships and growth with people you know that work at banks. Yeah, for sure. Especially if they're local to you and you have your personal assets in there anyways, I would say I actually am, um, I have been a member of this credit union forever. So I love the fact that I get like preferential treatment and, you know, giving, getting a relationship with them is great. There's also other ones that are more of modern times, I guess, um, that have come out because of the large number of people that are working online. For example, Shopify. Shopify also gives small business loans for a specific interest rate. Another one is Cabbage, starts with a K. They, they always approach me at little labels. It's K-A-B-B- A-G-E. We actually saw them at a um, wholesale trade show one time too. So we met them in person. But those are some, a couple different places that you can get small business loans from at a specific rate that you might want to look into. Now, um, all of this will be at your discretion and you, you know, choose the right decision for your business. But I think it's a great way for all of you to open up your mind to the fact that there's so many different ways that you can fund your business, you know, outside of, you know, friends and family or personally, um, there's just all these different ways that you could um, start to think, oh, what could I do? How can I research this? Is this a possibility for my business? Absolutely. So I hope that these are some really kind of their higher level tips and strategies to talk about in financing your business. There are um, financial gurus out there that are quite famous that talk about no debt, no debt, no debt, get out of debt, no debt. But to be 100% honest with you, and especially since you're listening to us here, there is a level from a personal perspective if you don't want to have debt, but there is also this level of re- very wealthy people. This is why, you know, Kim Kardashian doesn't buy her $20 million home in $20 million cash. She finances, she keeps her cash, her cash works for her, and she pays what she needs to pay every month, right? So why I wanted to say this to all of you here is that let's treat your business slightly different than we treat your um, personal life, however you want to go about your personal finances that your business can be financed, can be run professionally. And in fact, product-based business owners need to typically finance their business more than service-based because we have cost of goods that we have to make and produce stuff before it ever actually gets sold. Yeah. So that means we need massive cash flow in our business. And either you're super profitable and you've been saving and, and you've made the money, but at some point... To get to the next level, you may have to consider financing. And so these are just some of the ways you can do it. Yeah. And know this, this is reassurance for all of you that if you are hitting cash flow issues, it's very, very common. It's not that your business is broken. It's not that you made bad choices or anything like that. It is super common. And um, it's just a cash flow problem that you have to figure out as a small business owner for a product business. So know that it has nothing to do with 
you know, that you're this anomaly that made poor financial decisions. It's super common. And these are the ways that you can tackle it. Absolutely. I hope this was helpful. And as always, we are over on Instagram. Come hang out with us. Send us a DM. Repost listening to this podcast. Share it with the world. um, And let us know if this was helpful to you. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive, and we are all about helping each other in the Product Boss community. We are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us.